What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, once again, we get you ready for week three. Week three is upon us. We tell you all about the Thursday night game, and here we're going to talk about the early morning one o'clock games, give you all the information we can, and of course, our who's hurt list. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome in on another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless. Here are my co-hosts, live and direct, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Party people, what's the deal? What's up? What's the deal? What's the dealio? I'm asking you what's the deal. Just excited for week three. Excited to see what our new quarterback will do. I am. Oh yeah, it's uh, uh yeah. It's like a mix of emotions for me. What's going on over here with uh, the Giants? We've been spoiled, not for nothing, in a sense with Eli Manning. I feel at the same time, and it's not so much because of quarterback play. Listen, at the end of the day, I I, I do believe that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He absolutely should be a Hall of Fame quarterback, without a doubt. But you gotta understand, like we have not had a like a worry about who's playing quarterback. For the longest, what was the, you know what I mean? For like sixteen years, you never worry about like who's playing at quarterback, who's doing this. Like, look, even look at the division: the Cowboys and the Eagles have had thirteen quarterbacks start for their team since two thousand and four. The Redskins have had fifteen since two thousand and four. The Giants have had one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, and in, in well, all right, two if you want to acknowledge Geno Smith, which I won't forget that. Geno Smith. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Listen, Eli Manning is one of the most you know one of the most if not the most important uh New York sports player for this, you know, for New York as is and you know, I was at when I was at the Giants game last week, it really was like like I get it, don't get me wrong, I 100% I'm and I've never said this. I never said that Eli should 100%, you know, play and will lead us to victory. I've never once said that. What I'm saying is just that it was just terrible going to the game and hearing everybody talk about Eli sucks, Eli sucks. He like you know, Giants do this suck, suck, suck. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're not doing good, but then why go to the freaking game? You know what I mean? Like all you're gonna do is just badmouth your team. Like, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but you just hear it in such an abundance. Like, all right, then just don't go to the team and be a fan of somebody else. Don't be a fan of this team. I get it, you know? Like just but um But yeah, anyways, Daniel Jones is starting. I'm not gonna get too much more into it. Just uh, I'll talk about that for hours. Yeah, all right. So we'll, we'll move on from that. How's your wave wire pickups go? Picked up anybody that you wanted, you needed? Who did I pick up? I just I picked up in one of one of my leagues, Darwin Thompson. Okay, which I talked about a lot in the preseason. I drafted him in like four out of my five leagues. I also picked up Paris Campbell. I told you not to. I'm thinking about well, it depends. Maybe I'll drop him, or you know, if I make a trade, I'll keep him. 
So he's another one that I picked up. Any anyone that you you picked up? Uh, I I like that I got to pick up uh DJ Chark still in a good number of leagues. Oh really? I, I I'm I'm surprised that he was still available in most of the leagues that he wasn't, and uh, and I got to pick him up, and that was pretty surprising to me to get him. But here we are, and then I got him. In a, it's it's good to have him on the bench. Uh, you know, um, speaking about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like necessarily play DJ Shark this week. I mean, it's a tough matchup going against the. Uh, I mean, going against the Titans is not like the easiest of matchups. But this week for me, week three, we're gonna get right into. It. We're gonna talk all about like all these matchups. Is like a big. Uh, this is the week to like defining moments week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, like yeah, you have a bad game here. Okay, you have a bad game there. You know, like but you start to make your. All right, I'm going to trust you one more week or okay, let's see if you do it for one more week, you know what I mean? And we'll see if I'm going to continue to play you, you know what I mean? Uh and I already have like some some of my players already defined of what I feel they're going to do for the rest of the season regardless of what they did already. So, I mean, let's let's get into it. Let's talk about it. But there's a couple of them. So, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the t- tomorrow night's game. Wait, tonight's game. Excuse me. Tonight's game the Jaguars versus the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Titans. So let's talk about that. This divisional matchup that's going on. Uh, we know there's a lot of talk about Jalen Ramsey uh, requesting a trade. So we'll see how that defense is going to plan out. I think he's still like a competitor. Jalen Ramsey He's still going to give it his all. He's still going to play. Um, we don't love the wide receiver group out there for the Tennessee Titans. There's not one wide receiver that I would trust, honestly, out of the Tennessee Titans. Only pass catcher that I trust is Delaney Walker, and that is it. That has been the case so far, and that continues to, continues to be the case here. Yeah, no. Uh, age, um, Corey Davis is going to get shut down by Ramsey. The only player that I'll consider for the Titans, though, is the rookie, A.J. Brown. In no, DFS, not even. No. In DFS. No. No. He... He has big play ability. I think he might have a shot, bro. No, I, I, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't trust in really anybody from that offense. Any, any of the even wide receivers, any of the cast catchers. No, not at all. Not, I mean, not even, at all. That, you know, Jacksonville allows AJ Brown. I mean, the they're past, ranked 18 against wide receivers. So, well, you can't see that the stacks right now. They're ranked like that, but you gotta understand they did go against the you know Kansas City Chiefs. Their their stats and and then you know their stats are gonna go way low anybody when they play the Kansas City Chiefs. So besides the opponents they played, I don't really look at the stats for the first two weeks too much into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because look, look, look what they did to the Texans. And Deshaun Watson's a really good quarterback. And look what they did to DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So oh, I, well, because Ramsey was on him. That's what but, I'm saying. Like, A.J. Brown has the opportunity because Corey Davis is going right, to be but, on, but, on Corey Davis. I mean, Deshaun Watson had one scoring touchdown. So it's like he only had one scoring touchdown, and, and there was a rushing touchdown. So it's like I, for him to be shut down that way, that's how good Pat Mahomes is. That's how good the Chiefs are. So it's like I, I take that with a grain of salt a little bit about that, their their defense. Their defense is still really good. You know what I mean? I still think, I mean, they're a little dysfunctional. It's a little messed up in that locker room over there, I think. Uh, so it's, it's got his problems, got his issues, but you know, Corey Davis only with the, with the two games has only had eight targets, three receptions. That's it. You know, for a total of 38 yards, that's it. I get it. AJ Brown has been doing, you know, he's leading the team in targets and in receptions, but still I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not looking to trust, to trust him at all. I'm not looking to trust any of them at all, especially for this, uh, even though Corey Davis is the one, 
I think just think the whole the whole uh, Jaguars defense is going to take over the Titans. The only players that I would trust out of the entire um, <laughs> bless you, as out of the entire Tennessee Titans offense is either Derrick Henry or Delaney Walker, and that's it. Yeah, definitely playing. Delaney Walker and you know Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is looking yeah. good. Del- Delaney Walker has more, just as many receptions as AJ Brown has targets. So I, I watched the film last uh, last night on you know the last game that uh, the Tennessee Titans played, and Derrick Henry looks good. He's, like, the he's offensive doing, he's, line's doing good. He's breaking tackles. Yeah, he's doing all right. You know, he's he, he's he's top ten right now in at least rushing attempts. So he's getting a sol- solid uh, bulk of the carries. Um, even target wise, I mean, I know you know Delaney uh, De- Deion Lewis. You would talk about being the pass catching back. We all talk about it. We draft him as lady for that. You know, in case Derrick Henry gets hurt, I don't think he's droppable as of yet. Deion Lewis. I mean, he's borderline there to drop him. I mean, he's not going to really do much. More like a handcuff. You know? just, that's all he is. He's solely a handcuff because he's only um, – because if you look at it this way, when I talk about him, his pass-catching abilities, Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry have had the same amount of targets. I mean, granted now also that Derrick Henry had that long 75-yard touchdown, but still, Derrick Henry has more pass-catching touchdowns then Diaz then Deion Lewis and Deion Lewis was supposed to be their pass catching back. Yeah. So uh you know he's just solely that's all he is. He's only 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 a handcuff and uh but Derrick Henry I would I would trust, you know, even though it's a great matchup. I mean we know last year that he just ripped apart the Jaguars last year. Not saying that's going to happen again, but I'm sure because of the fact of what happened last year, there's plenty of people talking about, he's going to do it again, he's going to do it again. Yeah, he did it last, he's going to do it again. And I get it why you're why you're hyped about it. Highly unlikely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't know. He, he's going to have a decent showing, but I don't I don't think it's not. Nah, it's not going to happen, man. How do you feel about uh, the Jaguars' defense over here? I mean, well, offense, their offense. The thing is, uh, Tennessee is number 10 versus wide receivers, against wide receivers. So it's going to be very hard for for any of the wide, the wide receivers for the Jaguars to do anything that's decent. But if I have to play someone, it has to be DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that I play. Per, per target, he's seen an average of 15 and a half yards. So, and, you know, he the last two games, he had four and nine targets. So he had 13 targets. So, you know, that's what I'm going to be betting on is that if he gets at least three catches, he might – he might get about average of 45 yards and then, you know, it'll be like a flex, like a low flex play for me. Like that's the only guy that I think. So, so, um, this is what I said about DJ shark. And this is what I was talking about earlier about this, like a make it or break kind of week. Like I'm not going to play him this week. Like I'm going to play John Brown over him. Like, like for example, like in one of my leagues, there's still plenty of players that I would like to play over DJ shark for this week, especially with, um, the Titans still being a pretty decent, offense but Gardner Minshew has looked pretty good so far uh especially it looks like he has like I said he has that connection with DJ Shark like I mentioned before that I loved DD Westbrook because of Nick Foles so now I like DJ Shark a little more because of Gardner Minshew I mean he has a seven seventy seven point six uh completion percentage highly efficient yeah it's not bad he's he's he, uh, completed 45 out of 58 attempts that's not bad for a rookie you know what I mean yeah um so it's it's uh I like DJ Shark. So this is the week I'm going to see if DJ Shark also kills this week. If he does good this week again, DJ Shark, 
then he's a guy that I'm going to start looking to get into my lineups next week. I mean, currently right now is averaging 21.6 fantasy points per game. If he gets me anywhere around like the 17, like I would say 18, like 17 or more, I'm plugging him in next week. I'm putting him, I'm moving him way up in my rankings a bunch of, above a bunch of other people. So I guess my recommendation is, is that I'm not shying away from DJ Shark. I get it. I understand it. I like him better in daily to, uh, you know, if you play daily fantasy football along with your redrafts to pick him out. But I, um, I definitely would just, I, I have a lot of players over him this week that I have. But I, I still would play him. I'm not. I'm not. Rec- I'm not recommending to put him right into your lineup. He has my flex considerations, but because, but still, after this week, if he continues to do it up and keep it up, you know, then I'll put him in. It's like the reverse of the other side because you know what some players do really, really bad. It's like, yeah. all right, this is one more week. I'll give you one more week, and if it is, then I gotta start taking you out of my lineup. You know what I mean? So he's that guy. He's like, all right, if you keep doing good, I'll put you back in my lineup. You know, I'm gonna put you in my lineup now. So that's how it is for me. And yeah, and I, I agree with that one. And. Uh, Fournette, you must play. 90, he he pretty much is in the game 92% of the snaps. Right now, he's currently ranked as number three, 23 running back. But he is seeing a significant amount of target. Ever, ever since Garner Minshew t- took over as a quarterback, right, because of the injury of Nick Foles, Leonard Fournette has seen 11 targets. That's That puts him... That, he's tied with D.D. Westbrook and D.J. Chark. So he is not only controlling the ground game, but he's also getting the targets. And uh, he's he's one of the very few running backs that you could, you could say that is a bell cow. Right. And so you, you definitely got to play him, especially with the Tennessee Titans, who are ranked right now number 19 against the running backs. They're allowing 23.1 fantasy points. So, you know, just, you know, prorate the points by 92%. You know, you're looking at Fortnite maybe getting about 18, 19 points here. So, you know, that's where I'm at with the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. As yeah. far as uh, anything else you want to chime in on on this game? Um, not so much just for not not so much for this game to be honest with you, but I mean, <clears throat> I mean, who thinks gonna have a better game here, Leonard Fournette or Derrick Henry? That's tough. I, uh, you know what, I'm gonna go with Fournette here. See, I would pick Henry here. Okay. I'll pick Henry. But see, now just to plug that in real quick, which is a great opportunity to say when there's questions like this and when there's ways to do it, when, when there's questions like this that arise about who's going to do better than the player, just in overall fantasy points, we're not talking about who's going to have more rushing attempts, who's going to have more rushing yards or even more touchdowns. The best way to figure this out is to go to overlaydfs.com. That is the best way to figure this out. It is this new revolutionary start-sit game that's by for fantasy sports. It is fantastic. Uh, we're loving it so far. And, you know, it's once again for, it's great for for people that are just getting involved with fantasy football, for the newbies that you're trying to teach or you're trying to get involved. It's a fantastic way for them to start learning about the players that maybe, you know, like, I don't know anything about fantasy football. Play this game. You'll start to know some names a little more, and you'll get a little used to it. It's very easy to play. Um Minimal research. It's just you know, it's it, it just pick them out. You know, if you're sick and tired of losing on FanDuel and DraftKings to these sharks that have over these over 100 lineups in each contest, overlay DFS is the game for you to play. Even for the pros, like you know, even for people like you and I who just love the game, you say Fournette, I say Henry. You know, um, there's you know a lot of great matchups. You literally just sit. You just pick who's going to do better between the two. A lot of great matchups this week. Like you know, like uh, I'll give you one. Who's going to do better this week? You think Baker Mayfield or Jared Goff? <laughs> Give me Jared Goff. 
Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff as well, too. I got one for you, too. You're going to love this one. You're going to love this. is on OverlayDFS.com right now. You know what's one of the pickups? Chris Godwin or Mike Evans. You know who I'm going to pick <laughs> on that one, bro? I guess the Giants? Give yeah. me Chris Godwin all day. I'll take Chris Godwin with you there, too. Ooh, he's on uh, team, T- Chris Godwin. T.Y. Hilton or, Mar- or Marlon Mack? T.Y. or Marlon Mack? I think I'm going to go with Marlon Mack. I go with T.Y. No way. I go with T.Y. 100%. And what about, this is a, this is a tough one. Uh, Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods? Ooh, uh, this is going to be tough. Um, I'm going to go with Robert Woods. He had a bad game last week, and I think uh, this is going to be a bounce back for him. This is a tough one, too. Chris Carson or Tyler Lockett? And I would take Robert Woods also, by the way. We're agreeing a lot this week. I don't like it. You don't like it? (laughs) I I think I'm going to go with Chris Carson here. Chris Carson? Yeah. <laughs> Just pick Pro- probably me too. No, no, no. I probably have to go Chris Carson too. Oh, man, it's a lot. But still, that that's the whole point about it. That's the whole point is that you gotta just um, you know, you, you pick who's gonna do better, and that's it. You just simply just go pick. That's it. Uh, if you finish in the top ten percent of your, I, I, I got one for you. What? John Ross or Tyler Boyd? Tyler Boyd. Give me John Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. Well, I'll see you at the overlaydfs.com. We'll see me win. <laughs> uh, if you finish in the top 10% of your field, you win nine times your buy-in. If you go a perfect 12 and 0, you win the progressive bonus of over $25,000. Uh, they have buy-ins of all levels. If no one hits the 12 and 0 record, the progressive bonus keeps growing and rolling over. It's like the super contest, but for DFS, don't get shut out. Visit www. Did I say W three times there? Yeah, I did. Okay, www.overlaydfs.com yep. <laughs> today. All right, so let's get into it. Let's start talking about the week one matchups. Let's fire that up. Uh, at least we'll talk about the 1 p.m. games. Tomorrow we'll be back here to you tomorrow to talk about. Oh, wait. No, no, wait. I got to talk about the interim injury reports. Yeah, and before that, with the Tennessee Titans and Jacksonville Jaguars, who you have winning? Uh, give me the Jaguars. Jaguars? Yep. Yeah, so Jaguars are actually are underdogs by one and a half points at home, and the over-under is 39. So Vegas has this like a, as a low-scoring game. Um, g- Give me the under, and I'm te- definitely going to take Tennessee Titans because, you know, this is going to be a big test for Mr. Minshew. Uh, he might struggle in this game. So, yeah, give me the Titans and the under. I'll still take the Jaguars here. All right. Uh, all right, so some injury updates uh, to to talk about right now. So Cam Newton not at practice again today. It seems that Kyle Allen will play this game. Uh, heard some fantasy implications over there. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that uh, through other shows. So um, Cam Newton not back at practice today. Uh, Drew Brees had his surgery today. He posted on Instagram with his uh, hand in the cast, and he had to go for surgery on his wife's birthday, and uh, he got the surgery. So it the, the the recovery time is about six weeks. That's still realistic. They are not placing him on IR. That has not been the case yet to put him on the IR. Uh, Pat Shermer has said that Sterling Shepard is close to full clearance from the concussion protocol. So it sounds optimistic that he will play for Sunday. So that's a good thing, especially since I have him on my roster. And also for Daniel Jones, you know, because what's interesting is that uh, he's going to play this game with maybe just one weapon. Well, two weapons, Barkley and Evan Engram. So it makes it tough. But if he has Sterling Shepard out there, 
it at least uh, alleviates, uh, you know, as far as game yeah. plan. I, I, I would also recommend, concerned. I would recommend if, if Golden Tate's on your waiver wire, go look to pick him up. I already picked him up. Okay. My, okay. Not recommending to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, in addition to the concussions, Browns tight and David Njoku suffered a wrist injury Monday night that could require surgery. Uh, Njoku's getting additional medical attention to find out if surgery is necessary and how long he would be sidelined for. Well, that made my uh, decision a lot easier. I was targeting him in uh, a few leagues, but not anymore. Now you're not targeting him no more? No. Well, you're welcome, doggy. Thank you for listening to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast for that. Thank you. Uh, Joe Mixon is not listed on the injury report, and he practiced fully already, so he should be good to go. And Marley Mack did not practice with a calf injury. Uh, this is uh, yesterday. With uh, today, with yesterday's walkthroughs, uh, Wednesday's injury report, and only an estimation of players participated if there was practice. So we'll see. Uh, also, LaShawn Le- McCoy did practice a little bit yesterday. Damian Williams did not. He has tomorrow, tomorrow Friday's practice. It's another day to see, to get a little bit more clearer about what happens. Pick up Darwin Thompson, guys. Uh, sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can go pick him up if he's there. But, you know, we, tomorrow's practice will give you a little more clear picture. See if you have the roster spot for it. And uh, Devin Singletary still remains day-to-day. Uh, no major updates onto him so far. I think that's pretty much it as far as injuries goes. You know, I mean? you, know you know, you don't know about any other ones, right? No. All right, so let's go and let's move on. Well, let's James Conner, that's all. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He'll play. He's, you think he's gonna play? He, I know he's gonna play. Oof. All right, I'm, I'm, gonna, happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy camper. All right, so one of the first games at one o'clock: Denver Broncos versus the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are favorite at home with eight points over under forty three. Obviously, here you you know Denver Broncos is number one against the quarterbacks, but you know you're still going to play Aaron Rodgers. You know, so that's, you know, we can move on there. Uh, Denver, Denver Broncos are... What? I'm not worried about the Denver Broncos defense yet. They don't have a turnover or an interception or anything like that yet. So it's not scaring me. It's not scaring you, right? No, no, I'm I'm playing Aaron Rodgers. I'm not really concerned about it, you know. And what I'm concerned is, you know, me being an Aaron Jones owner and Matt LaFleur saying that he wants a 50-50 timeshare with both running backs, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. So that's where I'm more concerned. Aaron Jones had a good game last week. He had a breakout game. But, you know, you know the coach saying this, you know, he's the same uh, coach, offensive coordinator that was for the Tennessee Titans. I remember how frustrating that was when we thought Derrick Henry was a bust and he was doing a 50-50 timeshare with Deion Lewis. And, you know, by the end of the, end of the season, you know, uh, Derrick Henry ended up, uh, you know, Looking good, and this season he's looking good. You know he, mm-hmm. you know yeah he he uh, you know beat out the expectations I had for him this year. Anyway, so with Aaron Jones, this bothers me. But obviously, you know you draft him so high, so you're gonna be playing him. And for as far as uh, wide receivers, you know Denver is also number two against wide receivers. Over here, I'll fade on MVS and Geronimo Allison for now. And Devonte Adams, you definitely gonna be playing. He's a he's a monster. He's a workhorse, and Jimmy Graham. I know he's. <laughs> I know he, <laughs> Jimmy Graham. Who? <laughs> I know he only has like twelve fantasy points. I don't even season. know who he is. <laughs> only six targets, but you know he might be the interesting play here. Oh God. <laughs> He might be the wild card for the Green Bay Packers. Making us look bad, man. <laughs> Jimmy Graham. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, man. But as far as, um, yeah. If you, You're going to tell me to play Devontae <laughs> Parker next, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Okay. All right. Fade Seems Flacco. Like that direction. Fade Flacco. Yo, Freeman. Freeman's looking all right. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing all right, man. And he's catch, He's getting targets. Yeah, he's doing good. You know, like, you know, he, right now he's currently ranked 27 as a running back. But they definitely have a 50-50 timeshare there with Philip Lindsay. And I, I, he, he's startable, you know, as a flex. Freeman is a startable as a flex, especially if, you know, you're a Damian Williams owner, uh, even a Devin Singletary owner. And uh, he's somebody that you could probably play as a flex, and he'll give you decent flex points, you know. Emmanuel Sanders, wow. 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 Just wow. He's proven me wrong so far. Yeah, yeah. I th- I, he's I, proven a lot of people wrong. No one's ever recovered from that type of injury and done what he did, especially mm, at his age. He pr- he's proven me wrong too, you know. So so far, so far, yeah. So far, he's the number three wide receiver. Hey, everybody's always wrong with their like bus picks. Like you know, like I was I was wrong with uh, last year with Big Ben. It was a big bus pick for me. Uh kind of, but you know, he led the league in interceptions, right? So, Allen Iverson, bro. <laughs> so he led, okay. he led the league in a lot. So did Brett Favre. Brett Favre leads like 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 a lot like a lot of records for a lot of bad things. But so, but anyways, go on. Yeah. So uh, Emmanuel Sanders is the only wide receiver I play here because Green Bay is number four against wide receivers. And, that Green uh, Bay front seven is looking really. They're good. They're looking good. Joe Flacco, I think, is going to have a hard game. Yeah, it's going to be a horrible game for him. Well, he had a hard game last week, you know, and Emmanuel Sanders still did good. But Joe Flacco, you know, he's not going to play tr- him. He trusts him, so you know, he is his high. You're talking about high volume targets, playing like ninety percent of the snaps, you know. So yeah, he's looking good. And uh, if, if you have no Fant, you know, in deep leagues, don't even play him. You know, tight, uh, Green Bay is number two against tight ends. Last any, any thoughts here in this game? No, but it was funny. I remember last week, and I was kind of ha- well. It, this is the way it looks out. So last week, when I won one of my one of my matchups that I had won, um. I saw the guy at this party the guy I was playing against, right? I didn't. I, I met him a couple of times. He's like, a, you know, a friend of a friend. But uh, and I saw him at the party, and I was like, oh, so you know, you're this guy. I was like, yeah. So um, I'll play you whenever. I didn't know I was gonna play him, and I was looking at his team. I was like, yeah, your team's really good. Uh, just Emmanuel Sanders is on my do not buy list, and he's. This is like, this is right before week one. Then I play him week two, and I told him I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not, you know, crazy about Emmanuel Sanders here, explaining why. Come week two. He benched him. Thank God. But at the same time, this is where it's not so bad because even if he played him, I still wouldn't have won. All right. I won by like 50, 60 points that matchup. Oh, uh, you blew him out. Yeah, so it, I, I, at least with those blowout wins. Humble I'm brag? Like, That's a humble brag right there? Yeah, it's a humble brag. But I'm just saying that at least with those <laughs> matchups, you're kind of like, all right, no matter what I did, I would have, you know, like I would have lost. So, but still, like it was like, I was like, wait, did I influence that bench? Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. I, I think I would have felt better about it if I've influenced it, if I if, if it would have been like the difference maker. <laughs> like, if you know what I mean? But I would have yeah. won regardless. Uh, but, yeah, go, so what do you say about the game? No. Um, yeah, so over here, I'll, I'm going with the Packers. Me too. Uh, they're going to win. Cover right. They're going to cover. And over. The over-under, 43? Over. You have an over? Over. All right. I, I, I'm going to go over here as well. All right. So the Lions versus the Eagles over here. So with the Lions, I think there's a good, actually a pretty sneaky good defense to play this week. Not for nothing. They have three turnovers so far this season. Oh, I didn't mention too about some of the injury reports about Jeffries and Jackson. Uh, Jeffrey, oh, yeah, yeah. they're both hurt, which is the bad because they both have like a, they have a quick turnaround and everything. Um, 
Jeffries looks like the one to more likely miss this game out of the two. Jackson still might play this week. He has a groin injury. Uh, he might play this week, but there's also a chance he might miss it. So we'll give you a little bit more update that, about that tomorrow's show. Also, on our Instagram, good time to plug that in. Follow us on our Instagram at BFB Podcast and on our Twitter at BFB Podcast. But uh, so if, if they both do miss this game this week, it is a pretty good defense to stream for the week, the Lions, if they miss it. Uh, it's not the greatest, you know, defense to the Lions, but it's not like that bad either. You know, fantasy-wise, the Lions actually are doing better than the Eagles fantasy points-wise, you know, uh-huh. believe it or not. And, you know, it's not like the Eagles had, like, the worst matchup, uh, you know, gets like, the Redskins was doing good offensively and the Falcons, but whatever. So uh, the Eagles so far this season, this season have given up the most points to their wide receivers. And with the Lions having so many, I like Galladay this week. I like Galladay and actually like Jones. Jones is another one of those guys, Marvin Jones, where it's like, okay, I'll give you one more chance. He hasn't done that good so far, Jones. He hasn't played that great so far. But this is another week where it's like, I'll give you one more chance. I'll see what you can do this week. And if he does really good, there's another week. Like if DJ shark ends up doing really good this week, then I'll probably bench Marvin Jones for a guy like DJ shark. You know what I mean? Like in the league that I have DJ Jones, I okay. mean, um, uh, Marvin Jones, sorry. So I would bench for somebody like DJ shark. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but surprisingly enough, you know, Marvin Jones is bad. He's been doing, he still is doing better than other players like Jarvis Landry, Stefan Diggs, and Mike Evans. He's been doing better than all of them. But, uh, yeah, this is like that, you know, make it or break it kind of trust weekend for me. You know, if he does bad again, not going to trust him to have my lineups. Just nothing more than a bye week filler, possibly. But that's it. Uh, I'm And what I'm really, really looking at was really interesting in this game for the for the Lions side is carry on Johnson for this week. I mean, to let go of C.J. Anderson because of what they see and what they like in Ty Johnson. Now, over there uh, in Detroit, it's, it's, it's not like a terrible chance for him either, but Philly is allowing over 18.75 fantasy points per game to the tailback so far. So Ty Johnson is going to be the guy with the back, you know, that's going to back up carry on Johnson. So you got Johnson brothers over there, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson yeah. Johnson over there. So, so uh, pick him up as, a, as your hand cut for carry on, right? Buy some shampoo also. Uh, yeah, so you have your shampoo and your conditioner. He definitely needs some like conditioner. Or something. His hair is wild. His hair is wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Better cut that before somebody sees him. Uh, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm. It's interesting to look at. I I do like carry on Johnson this week. I just want to keep an eye on how they're going to utilize uh, Ty Johnson. Is yeah. it Ty or Ty? I think it's Ty. I don't know. I think it's Ty. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Maybe I'm just saying the name completely wrong. Yeah, it's Ty because it's it doesn't have a period in between. Sure. It's All not, right. It's so not thank uh, you, Johnson. Nope. <laughs> Thank you, Hilton. All right, so uh, so yeah, but on the Eagles side of the ball, the Lions have been pretty decent so far against the QBs. I mean, they stopped Rivers from having a pretty good game last week, and Rivers is a pretty good quarterback, we know. With Wentz possibly missing two of his big targets here, he could have a pretty rough game here, Carson Wentz. I'll still play Carson Wentz. I just wouldn't play him in a daily matchup. There's better matchups in daily than Carson Wentz. Uh, JJ Asiga Whiteside. Uh, sneaky play for me here, especially if, if you are going to miss... Deshaun Jackson, and you're going to miss Alfred, uh, Alshon Jeffries. Darius Slay, who is a great cornerback, is going to be all over uh, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar was also kind of hurt. So uh, J.J. Asiga's white side is another play that might be something sneaky here. Something good for Daly. You could sneak in there. Not for redrafts, but Daly at least, and he might just do some good. So I'm not. I'm pretty sure no one's going to play him in, in redrafts unless you're in like a super deep league or whatever. But 
Definitely some sneaky potential there. And uh, the Lions, they've been better on defense since last year, but it's still nothing to really fear here. And the Lions' first two games, they went against some really good running backs. So this could be a really good opportunity for Miles Sanders. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jones is like a last, you know, it's, it's, it's like another thing with Jones. Like I said about the people that make or break it weeks. Yeah. Miles Sanders, I don't, have, I don't own any shares of Miles Sanders, but I know he hasn't been doing good. But the Lions have given up a lot of points to the running backs. Granted, they went against two good ones, but, you know, this is a good uh, chance so far because the Lions have uh, so far given up an average of 29.1 fantasy points to the backfield. So this could be a good game for Miles Sanders. If you have him and you're scared about him, I would trust him for one more week. I know last year the, the Lions were one of those teams that you run on all day, every day. Any running back going against the Lions, you played right away, and it seems to be a continuing trend leaking into this year. So Miles Sanders, I would trust this year. This week. This, this week? Me. This week, excuse me. So far. I give him that week. And if he does bad, then I got to start considering him. You know what? I can't trust him at all. This is a good matchup for him. This is the week where, like, all right, got to trust him. A big leap of faith right there. For the most part. Hopefully, I know, know, there's, works. there's other running backs I like way over Miles Sanders in general. I'm just saying, though, like, for the rookie who had so much high potential and so much upside, you know, the next running back coming out of Penn State after Saquon Barkley, it's, yeah. like, not looking good so far. Not looking good, no. But. This is definitely a good matchup for him. So it's a week where I would trust him and see what happens. All right. Well, um, it's an interesting play that you'd like to see a wide side over Nelson Aguilar because I think Nelson Aguilar might be playing the slot more than I, the outside. Still, Darius Slay, you know, it's still a good corner. It's like I, I, I just, I think I, I see, I think they know they're going to go to Aguilar a little more, you know? All right. All right. That's good. All right. Good. And who do you have winning here? I have the Eagles winning. Eagles uh, minus six and a half. You have them covering it as well? Yes. All right, good. Uh, yes, yeah, so with have, that offense. I have the Eagles winning, and I have the over, 46 and a half. Under. Under. All right, good, good. Let's go on. Let's move on. So move next, on, doggy. Next game is Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City I Chiefs. can't wait to watch this one. This, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be an exciting, exciting game here. You're talking about the Chiefs at home with a minus six and a half favorite points. Uh, and over under is 53 and a half. So the, the Vegas has this as a as a, you know high scoring game. Uh, come on, Mahomes, you're playing. Yeah. Uh, what else? As far as wide receivers, uh Wide receivers that I like here, I like Miko Harmon out of the three guys. And uh, he he's the guy that I feel is going to be the big play wide receiver that's going to get it for the Kansas City Chiefs. As far as running backs, you know, you heard the news. McCoy just came back to practice. Damian Williams hasn't because of his bum knee. And um, if, if you have McCoy, I'll definitely play him. If not, you know, if you missed out on him. And no, you, I'll definitely play him. I'll play him in this game. I wouldn't definitely play him. I mean, I, I nah, nah. You know what? He, I just he, he's getting targets as well. You know, it's not only the ground. Da- game. Well, Damian Williams is, is is the pass catching back on that. Yeah, on that and if he's miss, if he's missing out, then you know, obviously, granted, you got Darwin Thompson that might get some of the the, the, the snaps. Baltimore as well. Ravens are number one against running backs. Yes. Yeah, they're only yes. allowing nine point fifty five fantasy points per game. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, I wouldn't go as far as say I would definitely. Like you're talking about, like yeah, He's yeah, a good yeah. Flex play to me. No, no. I, I, this got to be better. Flex, remember with the, even with the flex plays, you got wide receivers and running backs. I, I don't know. I, I see him as a wide. I see him as a running back. So four. you bench him in this game. I wouldn't play him. 
You wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play McCoy. Despite the, there's going to, Vegas expects 53 and a half points. Yeah, yeah. No, With the Chiefs winning. So they expect more, you know, the Chiefs having more of the points. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be contributed from LeSean McCoy. You know, because uh, Baltimore is also I rather play tight ends. If Damian Williams does not play, I'd rather play Darwin Thompson over LeSean McCoy. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm not mad at that either. I'm not mad at it's that. It's a stingy either. defense with the Baltimore Ravens and what they've been doing against the running backs. I mean, listen, let's be real, too. Well, I mean, the first game was against the Dolphins, so that really jukes a lot of the stats. And the second game was against David Johnson, though. I mean, bad offensive line, but David Johnson's a very good running back. Yeah, so. and, he's, and he scored last last week. David Johnson scored. So that's why I'm like, hey, listen, if they're at, at the goal line, McCoy's going to get the touch. He's going to get the touchdown right there. Right. You know, so and as far as wide receivers, I said it, Miko Harmon and obviously Kelsey, they're not, you know, He's, you put her in the lineup and you forget and just let him rock. Uh, hey, play Lamar Jackson. Come on. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the league right now. He, one of the hottest, right? And then um, Yeah, that's why it's going to be a, like a good good quarterback matchup to watch. Mark Ingram, uh, he's a flex play for me here. Uh, Chiefs are number six against uh, running backs. You know, he had a decent showing against the Dolphins, of course. And then, you know, he did eh against uh, the Arizona Cardinals. But I think Arizona Cardinals' defense has gotten better. That's Another running back I like in this game is Lamar Jackson. He's a good running back for this game. <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson is a good quarter, uh, uh, running back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know what? For a running back, he throws the ball pretty well. He, he, you know, that's what he said, right? I think he tweeted it's not bad out for, or Yeah, he not, said it's not, not bad, bad for a running back. Not bad for a running back, huh? Yeah, his T-shirts made all over it. They, they, uh, the, the guys from ESPN, they had a live show in Baltimore, and they wore those T-shirts. I think this is going to be a, a rookie show outing here because I feel like Miko Harmon is going to have a breakout game. Even mm-hmm. Darwin Thompson might be, you know, if Damian Williams is out also. But Hollywood Brown as well. Hollywood Brown is going to go against uh, the Chiefs secondary, which is not that good. And I feel like he's going to ball out, you know. So I, I like Hollywood Brown here. I, I think he could be, a, you know, he, he could end up as a wide receiver one for this game. Yeah, he's not a set it forget a guy for me yet, but with the potential, he's still I, I still for this moment I still see him as like a wide receiver three with upside, and obviously Lamar Jackson and Flex's favorite target Mark Andrews. Yes, he's he's a must start. You're talking about the Chiefs that allowed they're 27 against the tight end, so yeah, you got to play him. And then who do I like in this game? I have I have the Ravens covering. What's the spread? Six and a half. I mean, I mean, not covering, but they, 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 yeah, they're gonna get the six and a half points. I like, I like the Ravens with the six and a half points, and I got the over on it. Okay. Who's gonna win? It, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go defense here. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I got the Chiefs winning, but the Ravens covering. All right. And the Chiefs are gonna win the game. The Ravens are gonna cover. And what's the over under? Fifty three and a half. Give me the over. Yeah, over all day. Give me the over, over, over. All right, so uh, now that's over. All right, the Bills and the uh, the Bengals and the Bills. All right, Joe Mixon. Oh my Jesus! You, you know what, doggy? Do you what? know? Do you know who's the only other starting running back that has a lower yard per carry than Joe Mixon? There's only one other starting running back that has lower yards per carry. Joe Mixon has the second lowest as far as starting running backs. And who has the the most? The lowest. The lowest. Yards lowest? Per um, I don't know. Kalen Balage. Oh, that's it. When it comes to yards per carry, no you, one. You, your guy, Kalen Balage. I like. I thought he was gonna do better than Kenyon Drake, and yeah, no, I didn't like him. I drafted him in two leagues. I wasn't like looking for him. I know, you know. But <laughs> CB Boy drafted him in a couple of leagues. He likes him. But <laughs> did, did you drop him? 
Yeah, I drafted like almost all my leagues. Of course I did. <laughs> wow, really? Joe Mixon's having a horrible season so far. Joe Mixon is only averaging an awful 1.6 yards per carry. Would you buy him? Whatever. Would you buy him right now? Would you trade for him? Uh, Yeah, may, next week. Because he's not going to do good this game. He's going to have a bad game. And then I would then I would try to not I want to say trade him because I can't trade because I own him in one league can't trade him for much but I would try to buy him because I could buy him for less than less than nothing and I still potential for him to do better I it, this is not the game for him though um, this really isn't and uh, I mean listen even 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 though the, the the Bills before they have gone against other really good running backs they've gone against Bell and Barkley you know the two New York running backs who are really really good. Uh, the Bills still only gave up the 18th most yards per carry to other running backs, and Joe Mix is only averaging 1.6. So, what a horrible offensive line! Yeah, so you know I do not like Mixon this week. I'm sorry, this is not the bounce back week for Mixon, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, I still got to play him because like my only other really good running back on like I have him in the 14 team league, and the only really good early running back that I have that's startable right now is uh. Do Johnson. I do have Darwin, Darwin Thompson, so I'll see about that later, maybe. But. Frank Gore or Joe Mixon? Who would you start? Probably Mixon. Frank Gore. I'll start Frank Gore here. Now, Frank Gore might do better, but I'll probably start Mixon. I'll go with Frank Gore. <laughs> Anyways, the Bills are also in the middle of the pack when it comes did, to face. Did, did you see? Sorry about that. Did you see what the Bengals allowed with the Niners? With the running backs? Yes. Okay, cool. Just All right, go ahead. Continue it's Frank on. Gore. Yeah, go ahead. Continue on. The, the guy, the guy's like a, a century player. Like, it's it's Frank Gore. He's a fossil. Yeah. He hasn't done good either, Frank Gore, at all. He really hasn't done good that good at all. So He's uh, a compiler. He doesn't get the touches. and He's, he's only Frank Gore is only averaging 2.9 yards per carry. And they're going to just feed him the ball. and he's gonna Yeah, but they're not going to feed him 96 times, you know what I mean, to do any kind of relevance still. So, anyways, the point is this. Uh, the Bills are in the middle of the pack so far when it comes to wide receivers. They're giving up the 16th most fantasy points to the wideouts. Um, I still like Boyd a lot here, definitely. He's definitely uh, – I like him a lot more than Ross, not for nothing. I don't mind playing Ross this week. I get it. You know, we want to ride the hot hand kind of mentality and stuff like that. But that's going to fizzle out soon, I see. I, I, You know, especially when A.J. Green's coming back. A.J. Green already started doing rehab work on the field. Um, so A.J. Green could be back, which my guess, in about two weeks. Well, he said that he's no – he just said that he's not going to be back for a while. Who that, said that? A.J. Green. When did he say that? He said that earlier this season. I mean, this week. Earlier this – when did he say that? He said uh, the estimated timetable that the Bengals had is nowhere uh, near close to, you know – the time that he's going to come back. He's working out on the rehab field during Thursday's practice. Green continues to progress in his recovery from torn ligaments. Uh, he already shed his walking boot, and a specific timeline for his return ha- remains undisclosed. Undisclosed, yeah. So he, he, I don't think he's going to be back in two weeks, though. I say about two weeks. I, I give it maybe a month or six, no. four to six weeks. No. Yeah. Two, three most, I say. Continue on. Um... Andy Dalton is also not the greatest play here, but the Bengals defense has uh, the Bengals defense also hasn't gone against the greatest of QBs yet. You know, the only ones against Eli Manning and Sam Donald. The, the Bills defense. Mean I mean, the Bills. The Bills sorry, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, the Bills defense. So I'm like, I, what Dalton? I'm sorry, like, Andy I really don't face the Bengals. Yeah, he'll do it himself. 
Uh, still don't like the Bills. Still don't like Andy Dalton here this week either. Not crazy about him. Uh, for the Bills side, Singletary is mentioned as day to day, but if he suits up, he'll be a good play here. He'll be flex worthy. Um, I mean, his first two games, he's averaging over a little bit of fifty percent of the snaps. So I think he's still a good play if he plays. Frank Gore hasn't done good. His load's going to increase if if Devin Singletary is inactive, but. Uh, I still want to trust him. Like I said, he's only averaging 2.9 yards per carry. Uh, John Brown has been doing really, really good. He's actually the 17th wide receiver overall. Um, he's eighth in receptions. That's more than Odell, Hawkins, Cup, uh, Adams, just to name a few. Smokey Brown. Yeah, and the Bengals have given up the 11th most points to wide receivers so far. So I like Brown a lot this week, actually. Brown, I, I like Brown. I'm Brown has him. some... Uh, I like him over a lot of other players. So, you know... Uh, Beasley even has some sneaky play here for PPR. Not so much a redraft in daily, though. But Brown, both daily and uh, redraft leagues, I like him this week. Yeah, no, I like Brown. Uh, he's looking. He has a good connection with uh, Josh Allen. And also, uh, I'm sure you like Josh Allen in this game as well. Yeah, of course. That goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah, I like him in most games. So, you know, uh, give me the Bills, the Bills this game. Yeah, give me the Bills. They're favored by six points. Over under is 44. Don't cover that. Give me the over. They're covering that and oh, over. Excuse me. Uh, the Bengals are not, their defense is not that good. You saw what the Niners did. They ran through them. And, you know, I expect, the, I expect Frank Gore, the, 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 the Saturian, to do it. Move on from Frank Gore. <laughs> All right, next game. Atlanta Falcons versus the Indiana, Indianapolis Colts. All right. Colts are favored by two over under is 47. Um, the Falcons have been... Pretty decent against quarterback play. Jacoby might be uh, a pivot here. You know, if Josh Allen's still out there, you know, you could pick. You know, I'd play Josh Allen over Jacoby Brissett here. And um, as far as running back, you definitely be playing Marlon Mack. He had a poor showing last game with 8.3 fantasy points, but I believe he will bounce back against the Atlanta Falcons. And T.Y. Hilton, he's the only guy that I'll play as far as wide receivers for the Colts. Uh, he's uh, he seems to be Jacoby's favorite target, and uh, you know he's he's he. I was watching last week's game, and he could have had even a better game mm-hmm. than he had. You know, there was a, some passes that were incompleted, and uh, that potentially could have been big plays for Ty. So I love Ty here, and you know, out of the tight ends, Eric Ebron, I think I'll play. You know, he's he's seems, nah. You won't play him, nah, no. Nah. All right. So you won't play. You, you play Jack Doyle over Eric Ebron. No. All right. Uh, you know, I I play Ebron. You know, he no. got, he's one touchdown. Oh, he that's all he needs is one touchdown against the Falcons. I think there's other players that could do it better. All right. All right. As and, of right now. And then uh, Matt Ryan. You know, he, he he's definitely a start here. You know, uh, I know he's he has five interceptions in two weeks, but. Uh, you know, he has two wide receivers. It's crazy that he has two wide receivers that are on the top 12. Meanwhile, he's a quarterback 14. That's that's pretty amazing. You know, five interceptions, most in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the reason why. But, you know, Julio, Julio already has three touchdowns. Julio Jones. He has three touchdowns already in two games. And Calvin really ranked number 11 as wide receiver. So you're talking about two... Headed monsters right here as far as wide receivers. This is going to be no joke. Julio for Jones the Colts, found his Reggie White again. For the Colts. <laughs> yeah, for the Colts who actually are ranked number six against wide receivers. And uh, to me, a sneaky play. I know people have been down on Devonta Freeman. He has looked not good. Number, he's ranked 46 
you know, uh, I think he's going to have a bounce back, you know, because the Colts are, you know, are, are dead last against running backs. So I expect Dev- Devonta Freeman to have a bounce back game here. He's a great DFS play. Um, he's only going for 4900 He's going really cheap. He's a bargain play. So I definitely will play him. And uh, Austin Hooper, he's ranked number 11 at tight end. He already has 24.1 fantasy points for the for the season. Uh, he's a playable uh, tight end here as well. And any uh, thoughts, any suggestions here? I suggest in? that Devontae Freeman does a hell of a lot better for me. Yeah. Uh, because he's pissing me off. He's pissing you off, right? No, I think he's going to do good. I, I'll try to target him before this game. I think he's going to have a bounce back. If not, if anybody wants to target Devontae Freeman for me, I'm if, all ears. If he, does, if, if he plays horrible, if he does shows a poor, poor outing, uh, I'll be very, very concerned as a Devonta Freeman owner. At least he's doing better than Joe Mixon. Well, at least he is. He's doing better than Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, but, you know, there's still some people over him that, I mean, for Christ's sake. You, you know what? If Edo Smith is still out there, uh, you know, you, you should pick him up just in case. Just in case. Darren Sproles is doing better than Devontae Freeman right now. I know. Pissing but, me you off. Know, so if Edo Smith is still out there, I suggest to pick him up because if Devonta Freeman does bad, does doo-doo, then, you know, it seems like, you know, there might be a chance where Edo Smith starts taking the realms. I don't think so. He's going to be the guy, so. But, all right. All right, let's move on and talk right, about. So oh, I, got the, I got the Colts winning. No, you know what? I got the Falcons winning this game. I got and the Colts. I got, and the over. What's the over out there? 47. I got the Colts and the over. All right, move on. All right, so the Raiders versus the Vikings. The Vikings so far have been in it, have not been that elite defense that we have uh, known to trust this year, you know, but Xavier Rhodes is still the elite cornerback. So uh, I'm not crazy about Tyrell Williams this year, especially with Tyrell Williams. He's dealing with a hip pointer. I don't even know what that is. Dr. Fernandez, let us know. But uh, I like Josh Jacobs here. Uh, it's, you know, his snap count went down last week from 74% to 46%, and that has a lot to do with the game script. It's like a little discouraging to see uh, Rashad still with that, um, Jalen Rashad with the, still with that third down pass catching back roll. Uh, when this team needs to start playing catch up and all that stuff, Jalen Rashad's still been involved. Uh, it's what I expected to see Jacobs do a lot more with the Raiders, catch a lot more passes. Hasn't been the case. I mean, Josh Jacobs is a really good pass catcher. So we'll see if he gets that, you know, gets that going, gets that on track to start doing for that team. Because that's what I thought he was going to do. I heard him. They even had him lining up as a wide receiver sometimes. Maybe despite, maybe because it's he's he's a rookie, and yeah, but I'm saying like even the off they had him like lining up veteran. So maybe they're just giving that trust factor to uh, Richard. You know? Just adds more to my discouragement to what you're saying. But, you know, not that I'm not starting Josh Jacobs and not playing him. I'm definitely starting, definitely playing him. Just saying it adds to it. But one thing that gets like a silver lining, something to look forward to, is that the Vikings gave up a lot of points. He's given up a decent amount of points to opposing backfields. 23.6 points so far uh, per game this season so far. Aaron Jones did really good last week against the Vikings. So let's hope for Jacobs to do the same here. Still see him as like a like a mid range RB two. Would still has a low floor, but mid range RB two. You know, uh, Waller is not a tight end elite yet, but he's as safe as you could possibly get. Gruden loves him. I, I better than Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. This is definitely the kind of like you know relationship some people should inspire to have. The way John Gruden talks about Darren Waller, you should have you know your significant other talk about you that way because he loves them. Uh, especially if Williams is limited or is slowing down 
or, you know, just doesn't play as much, right? Uh, then Waller could eat up a bunch of those vacant targets. So he's as safe as it gets when it comes to tight ends, plug and play. Uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, he's been a beast so far. There's no Viking side of the ball now. Nothing really to mention there. You're playing Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He's looking so great. Diggs has not been looking great so far, though. He got that one catch for that one touchdown last week, which salvaged something. But I, I watched the game. Oh, he, good for he, you. He could have had a big, he he could have had a bigger game, and he had one touchdown uh, brought brought back because of penalties. So he could have actually had two touchdowns in last week's game. So don't be too down on Diggs because I could have easily saw Kirk Cousins is the one that's playing horrible, and you know he's his accuracy is not there, and I could have easily saw Diggs with five catches. Over 100 yards with two touchdowns. He could have had easily a big game, but that did not happen. The thing is, like, the, so don't be too concerned, people, that have digs. If anything, you should buy into digs right now. Well, if any, what I'm saying, the point is, is that is that Kirk Cousins, when he, he when he does throw the ball, throws the digs to Dillon's, of course, but Kirk Cousins does not throw the ball a lot. Dalvin Cook has just been a really big beast this year. So good. I'm still not wrong. So good. At so, I'm still not wrong yet for the rest of the year. For about how he's been playing because I said the reason he was going to be a bust is because he's going to get hurt and he's not going to give you back first round value. Obviously, so far, he's been giving first round value. Yeah, get Alex Madison if he's out there. You yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. But that's nothing to do with me. You know, if he gets hurt by this weekend, could happen on any of even Sunday, and he's out for like six weeks, whatever. Yeah, then it's not. I'm not wrong with my bust. You're, you're not wrong, but I'm. And you, you love Alistair Madison, and it, it's, Al, yeah. it's, it's 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 this off offensive line, this offense that is looking good. And Alistair Madison with his limited touches, he has looked good. He has broken good big plays as well. Um, but yeah, so still, I understand why there's a concern from Diggs. Uh, you still got to play him, but you know. I still understand why there's a concern for him. And like I said, you don't want to look too much at the Raiders and what they allow for tight ends or what they allowed to wide receivers so far this year because they did play the Chiefs last week, and that drops the stats for everybody. So Yeah. But uh, And I'm sure there's better players than Kyle Rudolph. I dropped him. Yeah, I saw. All right, so I I got the Vikings winning. Uh, Give me the Vikings here. Uh, Have them covering the eight points and the over under 43 and a half. I have the over on this. I agree. Uh, I believe the Raiders are going to struggle away. I agree. Let's move on. Got two more games to talk about. All right. Jets and and the Patriots. Jets and Patriots? Yeah. Jets versus the Patriots. (laughs) I mean, you said Jetsons. Uh, The Jetsons. Uh, Jets versus the Patriots. Uh, The Patriots are favored by 23. The over under is 44. Um, Patriots cover and it's over. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to talk about with that at uh, all. What, what what is there to talk about? Play Luke Falk. <laughs> Patriots, perhaps. I think they have the best defense. They do have the best fantasy wise. They have the best defense right now. Overall, they have the against, best defense against quarterback number two, against running backs number three, against wide receivers number five, and against tight ends number seven. The Patriots in total have given up in total. This is including everything, all tight ends, all kickers, all wide receivers, all running backs. They have so far given up the lowest amount of points to opposing offenses. In total, the amount of points in total that players get when they face the Patriots is only, this is including quarterbacks too, is only 55.4. You know how many yards? Granted also... This is what Jukes' stacks. One of their games was against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. The, who's been surprising was the Packers. They're the second with 70.76. You know how many uh, rushing yards they're allowed to run backs? 
how many rushing yards that the the Patriots, the Patriots have allowed? The Patriots have allowed the last two games. I got it. No, just tell me. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Well, once again, granted, this has a lot to do with them going against the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah no, of course. But um, listen, you try, and, and granted, they're playing Luke Falk. <laughs> so, so the only play here for the Jets, sorry, uh, Jets fans, but it's only Le'Veon Bell. You know, the guy's a beast. The guy's a workhorse. I mean, he had like over 30 touches and... So when uh, Luke Falk came into the game, he, he had eight targets to Le'Veon Bell. You know, like uh, you could play Jamison Crowder if you dare, but I'm not. I'm not. I, I wouldn't get, yeah. get out of here with that. Get out of town. I wouldn't play Robbie Anderson this week either. They're know, really good at taking away their wide receiver ones. The Patriots. Look, they did the juju. You know. Yeah. As far as wide receivers is, this is no joke. You could play whatever. Uh, and uh, Sony Michelle, he's the. He's been he's number right now right now he's number forty four running back in fantasy. James White and Rex Burkhead are ahead of him. I think he's a good buy low candidate at the moment. Uh, he's probably gonna have a breakout game here or even throughout the season. So he's someone that I'll target here. Uh, but here, as far as you know, you play Michelle, James White, or Rex Burkhead. One of them is gonna have a big game, and you know that's it. Uh, I have the Patriots covering and. I have the over. Yeah, I got the pages covered. I got the over as well. Uh, one big reason why, I, you know, when you were like, that's it, you had nothing else to say. I mean, you know, when you say like, ah, yeah, you know, Jets, Patriots, that's it, you know what you're doing. I mean, Antonio Brown, how do you see him doing that game, first of all? Well, Antonio Brown, all he needs is five targets. Yeah. And he's going to have a boom game. You know, one touchdown, he's easy to give Antonio Brown points. or Josh Gordon? Give me, damn, that's, that's tough. That's really tough. Just so you, another That's quick, really tough. I just got a quick update on Devin Singletary uh, and Taron Johnson, who I have no idea who that is. But uh, they did. He did not participate in practice. Frank Devin Moore. Singletary did not participate in practice. Uh, we'll have an injury report uh, after why after practice. We'll see. Uh, I know you like Frank Gore. Actually, the Bengals have given up the most yards overall to running backs. Still not crazy about Frank Gore. Look! Look! Look who was! You know, look at who rushed the you know the the yards for the Niners like these. Mostar, Mostar's good though. Mostar and Breed is good. Yeah, but then Wilson you had only got these players down. that were in the practice squad that just ran through the Bengals. Only Wilson, but he didn't run through them. He didn't do all that good with his chances. He got the touchdown, but that was about it. But most Mostar and, and Breed are good though. Anyways, the point but, was I was saying that yeah. about you know you uh uh can't finish on the way about like, oh, like, you know, that's it. Just do this and that is because I have to finish on that way. Because what the hell am I going to talk about Dolphins Cowboys? <laughs> Come on. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, do not tough. play any of the Dolphins. Play all the Cowboys. Play their defense. And that's really it. I'm not going to waste time in talking about this matchup. There's not much to talk about. Who, whose uh, defense is going to have a better game? Uh, the Jets, as far as fantasy is concerned. Um, I said the Jets. Uh, the Patriots or the Cowboys? Who's going to have more points? Uh, Cowboys. That's a good matchup. Uh, I, I'll go with the Patriots here. Patriots at least got to face Le'Veon Bell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> at least that. That's what I mean. Like the the, the Cowboys are going to face Kalen Bellage or Le'Veon Bell. Oh, it's like Kalen Bellage. So all right. Uh, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So. That's, it is what it is. It is right. what it is. That is what it is. All right, party people, we'll be back for you to hear tomorrow to talk about the rest of the 
Sunday afternoon games. Well, and Monday night football. Yeah, and the Monday and the Sunday night game and yeah. the Monday night football game. We'll be here sending you all up for that all week. And remember, at any time, hit me up, BFB Podcast, Fantasy Life, Better Fantasy Bureau. Check out www.overlaydfs.com. Hit us up anytime, party people. Thank you, guys. Success nonetheless. Peace.